Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where we introduce you to interesting people and their inspiring stories. From Grace professors, current students, and distinguished alumni, to special guests and speakers on our campus, you can meet new people and hear how they are impacting the world around them. This podcast is recorded and produced at Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today, our guest is Becky Stowers, Associate Dean of Students here at Grace. Becky received her BA in nursing and later completed a master's in human services. Before coming to Grace, she was at other colleges and a high school, worked in a hospital. She loves being outside, reading, spending time with her three nephews and two nieces. Welcome to the podcast, Becky. Thanks, Drew. We've known each other for quite a long time. We have. Uh, so one of the questions, and I think it, it works great with your job, but I'm interested just to hear your career path, is you have a nursing degree. Mm-hmm. So what sort of caused you to pursue nursing? Yeah. And then what caused you to sort of take a career shift more into what you've been in more of, which is student affairs discipleship? Yeah. Yep. So in high school, I just loved science, and um, so I really wanted to go in the medical field. I loved people, too, so it kind of made sense to kind of go medical, so decided to do nursing, and um, just, yeah, I loved the medical field, so it was, it was great. Um, and then, but I was an RA for three years, and so, and I just loved res life. And so I, when I graduated from college, I um, went full-time working at a hospital in Dayton, Ohio, and I was working on a hematology oncology unit, so a blood disorder and cancer. And I, I enjoyed it, but I was working nights and I just missed people. And it was, um, yeah, it was hard, but I was still connected with a lot of res life people um, at the institution that I graduated from. And so we, uh, yeah, so I was in a Bible study with my friend Susan and she was an RD and she's like, Becky, have you ever thought about being an RD? I was like, yeah, I have. And so, but I also didn't want to like bring it up a ton with people that I knew in that world. And so just kind of want to see how God would open that door. So after nursing full time for a year, um, the RD of um, one of the buildings was leaving. And so um, so I applied and got the job. And so I kind of just took that step then to being an RD. And but I was still one thing um, where I was an RD, we could work like 20 hours a week and outside of our job. And so I also just kept nursing, too. So oh, wow. I was working like once a week at the hospital, still doing, still doing night shift. Um, I was going to say, but, moving from uh, nursing and having night shift to an RD, which is also sometimes night, night job. shift. Right, yeah. <laughs> so if honestly it wasn't that, I mean, I was still exhausted come morning, especially when I would have sometimes like 9 or 10 o'clock meetings. I would have to just uh, stay up. And so I try not to do that a ton, but it was just once a week. And so I knew I could catch up on sleep. And you know, when you're in your 20s, you can do those kind of things. And now I, I can't even think about doing Now doing students those. are like, hey, we right. have a meeting yeah. at 11 p.m. You're like, have fun and with that. Yep, yep. See you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I get that with students. They're like, can you play intramurals? I'm like, is it at eight yes. or nine o'clock? And they're like, mm-hmm. no, 11. Um, I'll be yep. sleeping. <laughs> yep. Yep. There are things like I do try, do try to stay up for some things, but I try to balance what that is, but it is hard. Like there's, we just can't do that every night anymore. So, so you, yeah. uh, you kind of went the student affairs route. Has your, yeah. um, has the medical part of you stayed with you in any shape or form over your career? Yeah. Um, just a smidge. Like when I, so, um, one of my roles, I went, I, tra- um, moved to, um, Palm Beach 
um, I worked at Palm Beach Atlantic University. And so I was a director of health and wellness there. So kind of like over counseling in the clinic. So, so I had still like a res life, um, student affairs hat on cause I was in that department, but I was right. more of the counseling medical side. So, uh, but, but I was doing a lot of programming though. So it was, it wasn't as much like in the weeds of like nursing, um, and then when I was at Heritage Christian in Indy, Regina High School, I was um, occasionally I was like stepped in as like the nurse on like senior trips and things like that. So sure. so I still could do things like that and I keep up with my license, but I don't necessarily use it a ton. So I'm okay with that. You uh, yeah. you said you know you found student affairs. It was what you felt called to. What mm-hmm. is it about student affairs? Yeah, um, yeah. That you you know. I mean, because it's not always an easy right. job. It's rewarding, but not mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Um, what is it about it that you you love? Yeah. Um, I love the um, just the relationship with students. Um, I think that's just the fun. And there's so much that I know my college memories. The dorm life was was the best, and some of my closest friends today are are my friends from that I lived with all four years. And so, just knowing there's so much value and so much that's yeah, there's so much that happens in those four years or three years and in the dorm especially. And so just love the programming piece of Res Life, but also just the relational piece. And um, and I think even too with, um, I mean, there's a lot of hard, good, but there's the hard too of even like conduct is hard, but there's so much redemptive side of conduct, whether that's students learning sometimes, unfortunately, the hard way, but just kind of being able to come alongside them and mentor and, and help shape shape them and help them learn from those things. Um, and sometimes it might mean, you know, we'll see you, you know, another semester or, um, or it could just be just coming alongside them and, and, um, just helping them in in that journey. So, yeah. So the two uh, primary areas that you oversee would be housing and then, Mm -hmm. conduct. Mm -hmm. Um, and so let's just in the, in the housing realm, you know, what does the structure look like at Grace College? How, how does that, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's, we have traditional dorms where, you know, you have your, your bathroom, your community bathrooms with, you know, rooms. And then there's obviously rooms that have suites. And so there's like two rooms to a bathroom. And so there's, you know, Ari's obviously spread throughout there, there. And then we have apartment style too. So then there's, yeah, so it's there's a couple of various different different kinds, and then we have RDs obviously over those buildings as well. So we have RAs and RDs, and we have growth group leaders as well. And so those are um, the growth group leaders are just yeah students that pour into more of the spiritual theme within the hall. So they're excited. Just it's been great to study Colossians this year with the halls. Uh, so you came to Grace a year and a half ish mm-hmm. ago. Yep. Um, and you mentioned some of the things that you, you like to do. So what has been, um, something you've enjoyed or, uh, maybe hobbies or places that you've enjoyed, um, could be in the community, could be campus, whatever it is, uh, since you've come to grace that have been fun for you. Yeah. Great question. Um, I enjoy the trails. Those are fun. I, um, drive the grace boat, which you do as well. So that's ah. been a fun little thing. It's a fun way to connect with students, but also just get on the water. I love water stuff. That's so right. that's we used been... to ski together like way back that's in the right. day. That's right. Yes. Uh, yes. Shout out to Rod Johnson <laughs> yes. who probably doesn't watch this, but that's okay. That'd he would great. take us out on his boat. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, yeah. So being on the water is being from like live, growing up in Michigan, like I love water stuff. So, um, yeah. So kayaking, things like that. It's, 
all great things. If you love water stuff, Winona Lake's a good place yeah, to be. definitely. Do you ski at all anymore? Um, I haven't in a while, but I would love to get up on skis. So, yeah. Well, we'll have I to like go soon. out on the yeah. boat together and, and we can uh, see if either one of us have it have it anymore. <laughs> what was the last time I don't time think you I'm skied? slaloming anymore, but <laughs> no, maybe two no. skis yes, I can two do. two skis, yep. So we can try yep. that for sure. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay, what about campus? What have been some things that you've just – uh, learned about, mm -hmm. you know, Grace College, about our students that you've grown to appreciate? Yeah. Mm. I think any campus you get, you know, the students that just are sold out for Jesus. And so I think there's, yeah, we just have a lot of students that truly just love Jesus and want to serve him and love him just for the rest of their life. So that's, that's something that is really great. Um, and I think, too, just the community side of the aspect of whether that's within, like, faculty staff or um, um, or just even with students. just It's just fun, just the community side of things. And chapel, like, I was, I may, I'm able to go to chapel most days that we have chapel. And so that's obviously a highlight as well um, that I enjoy and just worshiping together. And, yeah. A very relational, as I have found it to be, a very relational environment um, mm -hmm. that we, we have on our campus. All right, so you get to work with students uh, closely in the dorm life, um, and you 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 also have this sort of medical um, you know insight. So, uh, someone who's listening to this maybe has kids in high school or junior high, or um, or maybe in college, and uh, or maybe they're just going to go to summer camp, and it's going to be a different mm -hmm. sort of living environment. What would you give as some tips of effective, you know, dorm life, let's say, but that can be applied to other contexts. Um, that That's good for someone living in a shared context. What are mm -hmm. some like principles Yeah. Um, as you oversee housing and work with students mm -hmm. all the time? And, and sometimes, you know, it's difficult situations. Sometimes it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Just to, again, you said friends for forever because mm -hmm. they just are hanging out in the dorm life, what are some principles that you would give uh, for someone living in that kind of context? Yeah, I think communication is is huge because um, we we have all of our roommates sign like a roommate agreement, things that they decide and kind of agree agree upon um, kind of the start of the year, they go through that. And, um, and then sometimes they have to revisit those things if there's things that like there's roommate conflict and sometimes they have to rewrite things. But I think, I think a lot of times it's you know, no one loves conflict and no one loves to address conflict and they would rather just brush it aside. But like when there's conflict, you need to address it. You need to talk about it. And if it's going to serve them the rest of their life, if they learn how to have those hard conversations. And I think that's the biggest thing is just those takeaways of just like learning how to have those hard conversations and don't be. And if you need a mediator, know that that's part of res life. That's part of our job is stepping into those with students. So they're not in those things alone. And cause I think a lot of times you can feel isolated, like this is just me or, um, yeah, or just f feeling, um, they feel, yeah, feel very isolated in it and just really frustrated cause it's, it gets big when it's their, where they live. And it's, um, a big part of, yeah, their frustration with life and college and all those things. And so I think the biggest thing is communicate and you can't, you can't run from those things. You need to, and you could, who knows, you could end up being best friends if you actually had conversations and don't And do avoid. you see that sometimes where yeah. it's like there's conflict, but yep. like we learn to communicate mm -hmm. and effectively work yes. it out and it changes yep. the dynamic for of the sure. relationship? Yep, for sure. And yeah, what a great life principle for, for sure. sharing yep. an office or mm -hmm. yep. sharing marriage, whatever anything. you have, marriage, yeah. yep. uh, friendship, mm -hmm. church. Yep. I mean, mm -hmm. all of it, right, yep. is um, is 
involves relationships and you mm-hmm. put you put uh any any two people in the same room mm-hmm. and there's going to be conflict of right. some sort yep. and how they work that out is in a biblical way is going to be right. um yep. a, a great example of what what yep. we should do and how yep. we should live. Exactly. What about sort of on the personal health side of things for students? Yeah. Um, obviously sleep is very important. Um, and obviously eating well. Um, and I think exercising, I think there's even, I'd say my closest friends from college are people that I exercise with. So just being, so you can kind of combine, you know, just the relationships and community, even with working out. And so, um, but I think, yeah, just basic health, exercise, sleep, just kind of, what we all, even as adults, are struggling with sometimes of finding time, but making time for those things are important. So it's really always both of those come back to relationships. Yep. Um, and so speaking of relationships in the dorms, when you think of um, some traditions or uh, activities that happen in the context of dorm life, what mm-hmm. are some of those that happen on our campus where there's programmatic aspects of yeah. what you do that, that brings students together relationally? Yep. So beginning of the year, we always have block parties. So just activities for it brings them, brings all the dorms outside and just, yeah, um, all the dorms have like specific time where they just play cornhole, play, I don't know, all sorts of games, which is fun. And then, um, but I mean, actually, even right now, these past couple of weeks, we've had, I think a good chunk of our buildings have had different worship nights, um, which is great, but, or just celebrating Thanksgiving or, you know, breakfast in the dorm or pancakes, donuts, all sorts of, a lot of it revolves around food. <laughs> so that's how it's it draws, yeah, yes. it's just how it draws people. So, um, yeah, there's just a lot of different, different fun programming thing. And every RD does things differently. And every, obviously what my, the traditional dorms do is different from what the apartments do is different to draw students who live in apartments than, than in the traditional dorm. So, um, so they have to kind of navigate that depending upon the building and the type of students. And that sort of is up to the RDs then to decide Mm -hmm. how they want to navigate that and what's best for Mm -hmm. their students and and how they foster community. Yep. And there's some that obviously we have one building, like Alpha is probably more females, obviously all females, but mostly freshmen. And so um, with that, you, you just, yeah, gear programming towards that too. Yep. Um, so uh, talk a, a little bit then on um, just philosophically, obviously being careful in, in how you share, but on the conduct side of things, mm, which yeah. is, you know, hard, mm. but can be good of uh what your hopes are when mm-hmm. you enter these difficult situations yeah. with students. Um, what is sort of the the undergirding principles mm. um, for how you and how we handle conduct on our campus? Yeah. I mean, obviously we love to see change. Um, a lot of times it's they've, they've made decisions that um, might, yeah, might be poor decisions that we would love to see sometimes a change in trajectory of where they're heading in their life. Um, and, um, and I think even there's an element of like, okay, how can we show grace? And a lot of our, actually our, our conduct stuff, a big part of our sanctions is mentoring. Like, and so having someone who's older and wiser come alongside them and help them just navigate, navigate life, but also have, having navigate, um, the things that they are struggling with and, um, and trying to help steer them in the right direction. Um, but ultimately like to help them realize that, um, yeah, how, how this is affects them maybe for the future. And so just helping them see ultimately what we want, you want them to see that them make wise choices and to glorify God and why, why to make, why, why is it important to make wise choices? 
and we want to see them grow. And and some of them may not know Jesus. And so even just pointing them to like to crisis. So in some ways, even just showing them kindness of like there's aspects of our conduct stuff that's not always it's it, we try to be kind in those things. And like requiring someone to have mentoring is actually a good thing. We all need people to pour into us. And so there's an aspect of of conduct that's it's not for as much their punishment as of like, we just want to help develop you. And so sometimes it's, we go through a book with them or, um, or we connect them with someone specific who may have been on that similar journey or um, ultimately want them to grow from that and, uh, and just make wise choices and also just to point them to Christ. Yeah. I appreciate um, your wisdom um, and how you handle those matters and, and dorm life. Uh, and also the steadiness. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you carry yourself and student affairs professionals in general um, need to have that sort of steadiness of presence um, mm-hmm. when when the ups and downs of life come. Because you know you think about college life and just uh, so much happening so quickly, yeah. um, and you know we bring thirteen hundred plus students to our campus. And there is bound to be mm-hmm. some uh, conflict and yeah, some difficulties, humans. and because mm-hmm. we're all we're yep. all sinners in need mm-hmm. of a savior. Um, and so, you know, thank you for you the way you mm-hmm. and your team and student affairs, um, just with such care and mm-hmm. and with such love, uh, guide our students to Christ. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, last thing here, um, you are a reader, um, mm-hmm. and you uh, I, I even said that in your um, in your bio there. So give us a couple books that have been your favorite. These can be, these can be stories, fiction, nonfiction, related to higher ed, not related to higher, but give Mm -hmm. us just like a couple books from the last couple of years that you have read that you recommend. Um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of audiobooks because that's the kind of all I have time to listen to these or do these days. So I, well, I, I knew the movie Boys in the Boat was coming out this Christmas, right. so I read that one recently. So that was – I just enjoy, like, real-life stories. So um, Beth Moore's uh, memoir was really great. Um, and the Wing Feather Saga, I read that one this past year. Um, I'm, re- that, I'm rereading yes, it. Those yes, are, those are great. Um, those are probably some of my favorite ones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for those recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you for the way that you lead on our campus. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. And thanks Enjoy. to all of you for listening to the Grace Story podcast today. Thanks to Avery and Rick for their work producing the podcast. Would love to have you share, like, comment on this wherever you are and wherever you found us. And if you have questions or comments you'd like to share, you can email those to podcast at grace.edu. Until next time, live your best Grace Story today.